Hello, I'm Alexander Walker of the Fashion Collective Podcast. This is the News Roundup, the weekly series catching up on all of the important stories happening within the fashion industry from the past week. You can catch all of the new episodes of the News Roundup every Saturday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy the content in this series, please check out our other weekly series, Deep Dive, and all of our guest interviews. Hey everyone, before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to take a quick second to share some podcast news. Season 2 of the podcast ends next week. I'll be dropping new episodes of the podcast each day next week to close out the rest of the season. Thank you all for the support with this current season of the podcast. I honestly wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for all of you. Season 3 will be starting up on February 12th. With all of the admin out of the way, let's just talk about this week's news. This week, we have an article about luxury mystery boxes, Heist Nobiety's feature on Greg Lauren, and the review of the Prada menswear show. So with that being said, let's just jump right into it. First, I want to talk about another article from Jacob Gallagher from Wall Street Journal on luxury mystery boxes. Gallagher delves into this new concept of shopping that revolves around surprise and relatively low cost. If you're unfamiliar with luxury mystery boxes, the premise is pretty simple. Shoppers pay a certain amount for a specific type of clothing, typically deciding between streetwear and contemporary, the number of items, and a price point. The only thing is that the buyer has no idea what pieces they will receive until they open their box. The buyer can usually specify some of their favorite brands, however, that doesn't mean you'll receive a garment from that brand. If you looked into or dabbled into luxury mystery boxes, you've probably heard of some of the biggest names in the space, London-based Heat or New York-based Scarce. This concept has been able to thrive under the current state of fashion. Many brands have been sitting on excess inventory that they can't sell, so they are left to sell the leftover stock to Heat and Scarce. This is relatively similar to how off-price retailers such as Ross secure their merchandise. This allows the companies to price their boxes at a relatively affordable price for buyers, sometimes two or three times lower than retail. The two companies work with many brands ranging from Marnie to Palm Angels. If a buyer doesn't like one or more of their items, they will have to pay to ship them back to the site. One solution for buyers is to sell the unwanted items on resale sites like Grailed instead of having to ship the entire item, all three items back. This process cuts down on the returns, which boast shockingly low return rates for an online fashion marketplace. The idea of luxury mystery boxes has origins on YouTube. Joe Wilkinson, one of the co-founders of Heat, admittedly stated that the videos inspired them. They saw them as a proof of concept that hundreds of thousands of people were at least interested in the idea. The companies have also invested in getting influencers to market their luxury boxes to combat the stigma around off-season pieces and grow their popularity. At Heat, for around $400, you can receive a box containing t-shirts and small accessories, and for approximately $675, gets you higher value hoodies and outerwear. You may be asking why anyone would do this. As mentioned, when considering retail and the price of the box, it usually factors out to be cheaper for the buyer. So for some, it's merely a cost-efficient way to shop for luxury items. For others, it's about the excitement of being surprised with what you'll get. I do think it, I do think it says a lot about where fashion is right now. In a world still experiencing the impact of COVID-19, 
Brands are looking to cut losses and buyers want to save money. This method, though not perfect, does achieve both to varying degrees of success. However, Gallagher touches on something in the article that's important. This idea can be successful in an era that's brand obsessed, in an age that people care more about the brand name than the actual piece itself. As long as the piece is from a particular brand name, most are satisfied with the purchase. For me, it can be somewhat disheartening. I think companies like Seasons NY are better options for buyers who want to save money on luxury items. We'll likely see more experimentation in fashion to find the right business model that fits the time we find ourselves in. Let me know what you guys think and let's move on to the next story. Next I have the feature Heist and Biety did on Greg Warren. This is part of the curated selection by Heist and Biety during what usually would be Paris Men's Fashion Week dubbed Not in Paris 2. It's their second year of the biannual series comprised of digital expeditions showcasing renowned creatives from around the world. It will take place between January 20th to the 26th. The likes of Craig Green, Martine Rose, ERL, Rick Rowans, and Greg Lauren, of course, have been taking a part in the series. Heather Snowden for Heist and Body wrote an excellent article for the site documenting the complexity of Lauren's designs and his new 3-in-1 series from his fall winter 21 collection the three-in-one capsule will feature pieces that can be used or worn in many ways the pieces are under the gl stitchwork initiative which uses the leftover remnants of the previous collection the nephew of the legendary ralph lauren greg lauren had become interested in fashion at an early age he was exposed to the world of vintage which spawned a profound interest in the history and the construction of time-tested garments this passion for creating well-made clothes that can last a lifetime stayed with him. He would eventually develop his own style, which has always been interested in finding ways of reworking traditional pieces of the past into something more modern, bringing historical context through clothes. This brings us to today. Lauren and his team launched the GL Scraps Initiative in 2020 to curb waste in the production process. The process takes all of these scraps and cuts them into 6-inch squares that will be then stitched together in a classic grid-like quilt. You see, this sea of colors and details and hardware that were all part of the original pieces, says Lauren. This led to smaller scraps that remained from cutting the fabrics this way. This gave way to the GL Stitchwork program which takes any remaining scraps and stitches them together in a basic stitch pattern. This program plays a vital role in the 3-in-1 series and Greg Lauren's mission to cut down on waste. I found this article very interesting and I appreciate any designers striving to make their production process more sustainable. I would highly recommend checking out the rest of the creators being featured on Highstop. Lastly, we have the article from my guy, Tony at Fashion News Forward. He had a great article breaking down the Prada Fall Winter 21 collection from Mucha and Raf. I wanted to share my quick opinions on the show. I thought the co-creative directors delivered another outstanding collection in the article. It's noted that the two designers had opted to shift away from narrative-driven collections to a collection centered around feelings. This was done through the garments presentation which I think was able to evoke a feeling out of an all-digital audience. This need for feeling is a powerful concept to play with in a world that has become more virtual. I was glad the designers chose to do another Q&A after the show. Students from across the world were able to ask questions about the collection. Glad that we were able to get more access than ever before. Lastly, I just wanted to share some highlights from the Q&A. When asked about the Prada uniform, 
so from what I've seen from the runway, it seems like you've created a kind of community. And on your last show, you talked about the Prada uniform. So for you, what is the new menswear Prada uniform? The fact is that not each season we talk about the same subject. And the idea for, for us designer, any, any season, any collection, you respond to stimulus that comes from the world and so on. And so uh, if, if it's something, a uniform that is always still there, but the focus of this collection, uh, it was about physicality against uh, construction. So I, I don't know which is the new uniform, except you want to talk about the Long John as a mm. uniform. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think there was any connection in, in relation to how we perceive uniforms, theoretically. But obviously it could be seen as a uniform in the sense that there was a uniformity, literally from the first to the last silhouette, because they all wear a Long John. And the Long John to be pre represented something in a way completely disconnected from a uniform. It's completely the opposite almost, I think. Um, no, actually it's interesting because it, it was a uniform in the show, uh, but yeah, definitely yeah. Long John is not a uniform. Is yes, it? yeah. When asked about the collection and technology's role in it. If I have to be honest, I think that this collection has been mainly dealing with other technology aspects because it has a, its collection, I think, very much connected to the feelings of the human being and very much related to our, our world right now. I think because it was a collection that was dealing a lot with the idea of the emotions from the human being towards what's happening in the world. I think that we were more looking at a, like an, an opposite of technological kind of um, yes, actually, sensibili actually. sensibility, I would almost say, because mm -hmm. it's, it's very much about tactility, it's very much about contrasts, architecturally, senses. as well as senses, as well as um, in the clothes itself. I think that the technology, it's more in the way fashion now, it's very, how it's, uh, uh, how it connects you to people. Shout out to my guys at FMF, we are about to launch the in-house brand, Midnight Rodeo, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. Also, the FMF podcast will be back. I would highly recommend going back and listening to some of the previous episodes. I really enjoyed the one with Noah Thomas from Heist Nobiety. Let me know if you guys want to see a whole pod reviewing some of the best shows. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the News Roundup. If you're interested, I would encourage you to follow us on social media to get updates on all new podcast episodes. You can follow us on Instagram at The Fashion Collective Podcast. You can follow my personal account at AlexWalkerPH. You can find us on Twitter at TFC underscore pod. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Patreon. To get full access to all of our podcast episodes, private playlists, live streams, videos, and much more, you can sign up to be a patron on our Patreon page for only $5 a month. And with that being said, I will see you all next week.